Hey everybody, this is Thea. This is Daniel. And we're standing on the corner of here and now. Join us as we have conversations about all things recovery. And hang on to your seat, we're in for a ride. Sort of. Well, earlier than normal. It's earlier than normal, and we thought we were going to get started a little earlier, but <laughs> it took a little longer than we thought. <laughs> Almost two hours of <laughs> prep. We had two hours of prep time today. Not about this, but just <laughs> prep. Just in general. Just in general. General stuff. All right, today is uh, May 9th, and we are. 2020. Uh, right, 2020, and we're uh, becoming unlocked. Sorry. Yeah. At least here in tech, Texas. Yeah. Kind of uh, loosening things up. <clears throat> and uh, we're back together again. And uh, we uh, had some, I guess, requests. We, should we call them requests or yeah. ideas that maybe yeah. we should just work our way through through the steps? And then I've had a, a number of uh, requests about traditions as well at Ooh. some point going over some of that. I'm going to write that down. <clears throat> cool. Awesome. So with our theme of uh, going through the steps, we decided to pick up with step five Mm -hmm. because we've pretty much covered the other steps. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but we've talked about the first four Mm -hmm. in quite a bit of depth here and there and, um, you know, kind of put through some of the other uh, podcasts that we've done. So we thought step five would be a great, a great place to start our journey all the way through the rest of them. And we'll have other topics probably sure. spread out in there, but we're going to jump in. Yeah, that's step a bit rigid today. to go all numeric, but yeah, I to try. I'm not going to do that. Probably. Nope. That's not my style. No, it's not. <laughs> um, cool. So step five. Wow. It's a doozy. It is. People freak out. People, they, oh, I uh, can't do four because I got enough to do five. Oh. Well, and then it says in the it says in the literature um, to not worry about mm-hmm. when you're doing step four. You know, there is no step five, and that's impossible. That's I mean, that needs to be said, but no one does that. Correct. Of course, it's in the back of the mind, right? In doing that, but it, yeah, it's got so much trepidation, so much fear behind it. I think even before you even start writing on one or doing whatever you do for your step work with your sponsor, um, step five is just kind of always looming, mm-hmm. like a like a cloud. It is. It's like a weird cloud. Four is looming. Oh, I gotta write it down. But five. Oh, you want me to tell somebody? Like that's a it's a big deal for people. We're we're people, I think, that keep a lot of secrets. We wanna, we wanna act like we keep things, cl- you know. We play our cards close to our vests, like all this kind of stuff. Um, 
and yeah, it just, it just, it freaks us out. It does. I think a lot of people, um, stay out. I mean, you got the one, two, three shuffle, of course, mm-hmm. but then I think a lot of people kind of stay away from 12 step because of the mention of God. And that's a big one, uh, an excuse, I would say right. to, to stay away. And then, um, number two on there would be the idea of telling somebody. And I, and I think it's more of the idea of having to look at myself in the mirror and actually just get honest and open about mm-hmm. who I am. Cause like we had talked about in the third step, if, if it was more, maybe talked about how my will in the will and lives part, my will is my thought life. Okay. I think that it would prep people up a little better for the fifth, because when I start thinking about my thought life, not being private, but being something that I'm turning over, then it, it kind of opens the door. To, okay. I can, I can open up more of all that secret Mm -hmm. stuff that's going on up there Mm -hmm. because it's really not secret. It's going to manifest in my actions and things. So let's just get past it. We don't have any, our families know, our spouses know, our friends know. We think people don't know, but really somebody knows about us. Like there's very few things we did totally alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That nobody literally, you know, nobody was there when I did X, Y, Z. Um, no, somebody was there. And the biggest thing is I was. Ooh, exactly. That's yeah. the biggest thing. I, I used to think in those terms, uh, Haley and I were talking about this the other day, in those terms that it was only, um, it was only bad if I got caught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that, that's kind of stupid because. Caught by whom? Exactly. Well, caught by a, a, a significant other or mm-hmm. caught by the cops or my parents or mm-hmm. boss or coworkers or anybody in society like that, all that secret. But the reality is it's, it's almost like that when I say F you, I'm the you. I'm not really mm-hmm. screwing anybody else. And when right. I'm doing those things, I was present. I know. And dogs also know. Yes. Dogs know everything. Mm-hmm. That I I figured that out a long time ago because I've always had a dog. I've never been without a dog my whole life. My dog saw everything. If you think about it, the dog literally sees everything. That's true. There's a a black schnauzer in in the north side of town that <laughs> <laughs> that, that knew my every my, secret. Uh, yeah, all of it. I had a dog for a long time during. Well, I had a dog throughout my whole using, but I would go to use and the dog would literally look at me and turn around and walk away like oh god here we go Mm -hmm. like the dog knew but they you know even even when i meet i I guess that we don't have secrets i think that um that even the energy that i carry other people can sense whether they realize it or not but obviously dogs can totally sense it oh yeah you know animals like i don't know i don't if we're all kind of part of the same energy and there's this collective consciousness that I believe in in the program I think that's one of the magic of meetings mm-hmm. is that there's that co- kind of collective energy mm-hmm. I think that's why community is so important mm-hmm. in some level there really aren't any secrets people know they might not know the words of it but they can feel the energy of it mm-hmm. actually community was one of the notes I wrote down yesterday when we, I was thinking about this podcast and um <clears throat> And step five, I think it's really important um, as we're leading up to writing our fourth step and then, and, and, and then actually doing a fifth step with a sponsor or whomever, we can talk about that too, um, that having that sense of community moving into that process so that you have people in your support group in your community that are a little bit ahead of you that have already done a fifth step 
and they, they can share their experience with and hope. And then you have people behind you that you're also pulling mm -hmm. along. Mm -hmm. And I think that sense of community and knowing where I am within my community, it helps build that um, uh, our crucible again of doing a fifth step and why it's important and why we move through that whole process. And this stuff is, again, it's not new. It's not new to, to 12 steps. People have been confessing for, you know, hundreds of years. And, you know, there's confessionals and different ways of going about that and different um, re religions and stuff. But um, it it's here too. Like we have to unburden ourselves like we were talking about earlier. But I think getting with the right person too is, is super important. Mm -hmm. You know, the, who, who you have sponsoring you at the time, um, or s whoever you're going to do a fist step with. I mean, I tell my sponsees all the time, I'm like, I'm not the end all be all. Mm -hmm. If you know, obviously we've worked this far together telling me would is works because I should know things by now, so to speak. It's kind of a rough way to put it, but you know what I mean? So as we move forward, it would make sense that you would move to go through that whole process with one person. But I also tell people, I'm like, if that's not your gig, that's fine. I'm not the end all be all. If you have a, a priest or a whatever that you feel more comfortable with, some kind of spiritual leader, then do it with them. If that's where you feel like you have to tell somebody, go tell a bum on the street, buy him a sandwich and sit down and tell him your stuff and get up and walk away. Like, or whatever. It's a little extreme. But, I like that. Here. But, you know, but you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like you have to, we have to do that on some level. Otherwise we're still carrying it all around. Yeah. There, that magic and saying it like so much else in the program and in life, like saying it out loud is so important. Spoken it's not enough word. to just think it or mm -hmm. write it. It's there's some magic about just letting it out. Mm -hmm. Pain shared is pain lessened. Indeed. Only as sick as our secrets. Yep. All this stuff from that book that you got sitting over there by you. It's yeah. all true. So the, it says right out the gate, mm -hmm. that fifth step is the key to freedom, period. And I like that a lot. I like how just straightforward, but also um, concrete a statement that is. It's, it's not saying what well, it could be, or maybe that's our experience. It's just saying, no, this is key to freedom it's huge that is really huge um i think that's been one of my i don't know my perspective in in uh in this spiritual way of life and in, in the 12 steps has been one of some excitement i think there was an i had an excitement about doing some of this because i think i i saw that in other people i saw this was the key to freedom because I would see people that had some comfortability in their own skin that um, that had a lightness in their step that didn't seem burdened by all of that stuff. They seemed like they had gotten free of something. And just like if I saw somebody slumped over in my addiction, I was like, man, that was some good shit. <laughs> um, they must be on, I, I want what they have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it was the same thing coming in. It was like, right. man, I saw some people that seemed high on life that had right. serenity and peace. They, they were doing pretty good. Man, I wanted it. Right. I was pretty hungry right. to do those things. I, I wanted to get some damn freedom. Freedom. I wanted to get unburdened. How have you tired. Felt, felt after, how many have you done now? A couple? Two. Two. So how have you felt over this last two that walking away from your fifth steps? Do you well, feel... Like some people are like, man, it was the best experience ever. I saw God, blah, blah. Other people are like, screw this. I'm never doing that. Like where, where are you in the spectrum? Mm, I'm one of those people that felt unburdened. I was scared 
So, so my first experience was, um, was I think I had, I want to say four, five months mm -hmm. clean and, um, and went down there and I was really scared and had all this stuff written out. And it was, it was like, um, a speaker that I like says that it, my fourth and fifth kind of was like the 90 and 20, 90 days to think about it. And actually the work of the fourth was about 20 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, not literally, it was, it was a little more than that. But anyway, I go down there to, to share this. I'm scared. I'm, I'm out front. Can, you know, can we hold up just a minute? Let me go back out front real quick. I'm going to smoke a few more cigarettes and I'm, you know, <laughs> just trying to do it perfect and, and, and invite my higher power in and, and all of that. And then I go finally do it. And, and, um, and get it all out. And the profound part for me was at the end where um, he was like, that's it. And I was, I was pissed at first. There was a split second where in, in my story, I'll say this, that I wanted to jump across that table and choke him out. He's a whole lot younger than me and this and that. And I just, I thought that was a smug answer. And I was like, how dare you? I've been burdened and, and killing myself over this shit for a lot of years. And how dare you minimize it? And is, was that it? And, then it clicked before I jumped over the table and, and uh, tried to get physical about it, you know, and get all offended. It was like, oh, shit, that's it. And oh, that was the freedom for me. It was like, gotcha. oh, my God, that's how he meant it. It's like, that was it. Yeah. That was it. It was almost like, uh, you know, pulling a Band-Aid off. And it was like, you know, it's it stung for a minute, but oh, there was that freedom. And so I drove back um, across the causeway there and, and from Galveston back up here. And, and um and i felt better i felt free i'd gotten it all off my chest and and in the perspective it was like it it says it was in that drawer just festering and it was all in that dark place in my head and i had really taken a lot of things that i could say them right here on the podcast probably won't but i could mm -hmm. and oh that i never would have spoke that stuff out loud before and then i did and it was like Oh my God, once I actually get it out and get it with another human being and, mm -hmm. and my higher power, it was like it took the damn power right away from it. And it's not mine anymore. I love that. That's one of the things I heard. I don't even remember where I heard it, but somewhere along the way I heard that once we do that fist step, it's not ours anymore. It belongs to the universe. It just, uh, it just is, you know, and it doesn't have to be the ruling controlling factors of why I do things or what I'm hiding and, and different things of that sort. So that's a really important piece for me is that once I've let it go in that fashion, then I'm free. I'm free. I'm off the hook, but I'm also free in the sense that now I can share it so that other people can mm -hmm. can learn from it and know that it's okay or whatever. It now It now becomes a tool. And but I have to unburden myself first before that stuff, those instances, those experiences can become that tool. And I think that's for me where the magic is, has come in is knowing that it's not mine anymore. It belongs to the universe now. It was never mine to be to begin to begin with. But you it's, were keeping it like I it was, was keeping it like it was. Yeah. And so for me, that's where the magic comes in. I've never walked away from a fist step going, woo hoo, yay. Ever and I, I'm not trying to scare people, but I'm not that. That's not my, that's not my deal. I walk away like, oh crap. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, but it, I hear all kinds of different stories on all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, cool. some people it's magical. Some people it's not. Blah, 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 doesn't right. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I'm still clean. 
been here a long time. I'll do it again. I'm doing the steps again, so I'll do another fourth and fifth here coming up. Yay! <laughs> Tell them right on one. Still. You're still on one? I'm still on four. Oh, you're still My on third four. Floor. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're writing on it right now. Yep. Okay. Cool. So another fifth is around the corner, and I'm excited again because I know I, I say that. That's actually kind of BS in a way. Um, there's a little bit. It's like, ooh. Uh, doing another fifth, it's I'm going to learn more about me. Do I really want to take the candle into the dark corner and really illuminate some of those deeper levels of Daniel? That first one, it, it was very it's surface. Surface. Man. It's surface. Second one, ooh, a little deeper. And third one, it's like, ooh, this is I'm about to learn some real shit about who mm-hmm. who Daniel really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, I am too. And it's we've already talked about uh, with my sponsor. We've already kind of talked about what the fourth fifth step is going to look like in sense of what we're kind of which dark corners we're going into um so yeah it's kind of in the it's it's like i can see it on the horizon i'm like oh god there it is (laughs) there's that little trepidation in my gut but i know in the long run it's going to be it'll be good so yeah but i'm not looking forward to it per se i'm not excited about it i'm excited about it for you Okay, thanks. I'll remember that. <laughs> Excited to hear about it. Yay! Well, I'm sure I'll share it with you guys. <laughs> okay, so a good sponsor. Mm. Or whatever's good for the person. Whatever's good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for me. That's an important part, like we talked about. Um, having that person that you can tell stuff to. Well, and it, it says in... Um in the sponsorship IP, it says to vet people Ooh. prior to, it says, tell them something, test them, test them, vet them, see if it comes back to you. Make sure it's a trustworthy person because, yeah. um, not everybody is. Mm-hmm. That's okay. We're all human, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, make sure that it, it's a, it's a vetted vessel that you mm-hmm. can actually be able to, to share and get comfortable. Because I think if I don't have that type of trust in another person, how deep am I actually going to let myself get? Right? Am I, mm-hmm. I, it's like mm-hmm. when you adjust people. Are they really going to fully relax and let you adjust their neck? <laughs> you know, or oh, like yeah. that tense up in the last minute. Right. And I think it's same type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I need to have somebody, whether it's my sponsor or not, um, that I really trust. Mm-hmm. That I can feel that comfortable energy with. Nice. And community, like we talked about, so having a good support group around you, super important. And then um, for our writing, you know, like if we're doing our writing on our four-step, trying not to think about five, but being as honest and thorough as we can in the moment on four, so that when we get to five, there's no scurrying. You know what I mean? Like there's no, oh, no, this or, oh, no, that. or I mean, there's going to be some. There always is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never not had that experience either. There's always a little bit of that shuffling around um, as we as we move into five and, and getting comfortable with the idea of telling someone and stuff. Well, there's a, there's a level of, um, for the ego or whatever, there's a level of me walking into this and I'm walking into a chamber to be destroyed to some degree. Mm. It's like willfully walking in and that those ideas about who I am are uh, walking through this little process right here are going to be shattered. 
So I come out somebody different. Yes. That's, I think that's the idea for sure. That's what I want mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. out of it. But if I look at it that way, it's like I'm, I'm walking in for a lot of my delusions, hence the, the, the need for another human being and our higher power and God involved in this is that um, I have to have the, the help to really see and look deep and shatter some of that and have some destruction of my ego and my delusional ideas about who Daniel really is. And how do we bring our higher power into this? Do you want me to talk about my ritual? Sure. I know you, I, I've heard bits and pieces of the ritual, <laughs> but now we're going to, uh, we're going to hear all about it or on some level all the about it. The ritual exposed. <laughs> it's going to be on YouTube later. <laughs> the, um, I mean, I think that's, that's personal to each person, but I mean, uh, for me, I'm all about, we, we joked about this for, for years. I'm all about set and setting. Yes. Um, huge. If we can, I mean, even the kitchen table, there's a little bit of, of setting here. Yes, there that's is. That's important uh, for me because it helps me relax. If I've, I've got, I want the lighting right. Somebody called me like the master of ambiance the other day and I was like laughing. I think that's what they said, but you know. Um, I want all of those external things, a place to be very comfortable to do a fifth step, a place where there is no rush uh, to get out because it can take as long as it needs to take. Mm -hmm. um, so there's, you know, a bathroom, food, water, other stuff. I've So ritually, um, I want to have a nice meal prepared hmm. for the person, uh, something good, something home cooked. Um, for that time in there where maybe there's a little break needs to happen if this is going to be a long one um, and break some bread and then continue. Um, I have everything, you know, right there that some candles and, you know, and all this. But the, the thought that I had a long time ago was to, um, for me, making a, a ritual or, or making a physical manifestation or a representation of what's going on really helps me just like I'm a visual learner mm -hmm. and and learning through like an action and and kind of I don't know there's a sense like when people use a god box or whatever and they physically write down what's going on with them and then physically now it's an actual thing right and then put that in the box that's very helpful for some people yes and so for me what I started I had a little idea to do was uh to get like a little you know charcoal incense burner going mm -hmm. And then lay out a bunch of really beautiful frankincense and and uh, and myrrh resin pieces. And some of them, depending, you know, can be really pretty. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of them are dull. Some of them look like jewels. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. And as we're going through, and we we get past something for the the sponsee to have the opportunity to pick which one of those pieces of resin. Maybe it's that that thing they just let go of that's real big and ugly. Grab the big, ugly one, maybe. Whatever mm -hmm. one calls to them. Mm -hmm. And be able to like place that, like, okay, I'm done with this. And then have some physical act of setting that on the charcoal and watching that smoke go up to heaven like a prayer, which is was the mm -hmm. you know a lot of the history of incense. Sure. And, and to be able to be done with it. And just physically kind of watch that and be like, oh, that was that one. That was dad and my resentments there, gotcha. man. That was... Oh my God, this is my part. That's the, some of that shame and guilt. And then maybe some of them are little and pretty. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of my character defects and things about me, not that we're on that, but you know, that, that I start seeing in my fist up 
some of my little patterns come in really pretty little packages <laughs> and they're deadly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, and then <clears throat> each one of those uh, gets, can, can be placed on there and, and it's a prayer to God. And so that's a, a way when the smoke goes up of inviting um, a higher power in there and having that, that physical look at, Hey, that's, that's the prayer. Right. Um, and then I've had them take the ash with them when they're done. And then by yourself, you can go get rid of that ash. And that can be your own little personal right. ritual after you've sat with yourself for maybe an hour after doing said um, fifth step. So I like stuff like that because I think that, um, that it can be really helpful to ingrain it in in my brain and ingrain it what, what I've actually done to well, myself. All the senses are coming into play hmm. with that too. I mean, you're going to smell it. You're going to feel it. You're going to see it. There's all the sense, and anytime that we can invoke an emotion or get more senses involved with an experience, the deeper the experience becomes for us. And that's a, that's a big deal, just I think as um, human animals and being, again, ritual. Like if you smell the smell of cut grass, mm -hmm. it always brings back childhood memories for me and blah, 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 blah. So it's the same type of thing here. Right, so you're getting all of that stuff ingrained through all the different senses, and it sets up a big pattern in the brain. Um, so I can see where that would be. I'm, I'm just a barb. I'm, I'm like, hey, let's do this thing. <laughs> so you do it like you would do a workout or something. Yeah, like, pretty much. Let's like, go. Let's go. <laughs> go. Okay, God, come on in. Go. <laughs> Talk. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. It's. You know, pull the bandaid off pretty much. Yeah. It's probably not that harsh, but you know what I mean? It's, you know, but yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not into all that other stuff. <laughs> so you don't want to do a fist step with me. I don't know. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to call you after this though, dude. So, um, is fist step four step. We'll kind of combine them here a little bit, but is fist step all bad? No. Okay. Okay. No, I, <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't see that. So, so one of my big annoyances is when people want to do a full comparison, a partial comparison is okay to doing like, um, like a confession in Catholicism okay. or something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't see it that way. I don't see the, the fourth step is, or the fifth step is being, or you know, either one as some confessionary thing of all the deep, dark, and bad about Daniel. Mm -hmm. It had said the word inventory, which to me, if we want to get literal, you know, it means the good and the bad. So in the path that I've followed and, and kind of the lineage that I've been brought through, it's so that I can see all the good that's going on. And, oh, I want to continue this. This has served me well. Mm-hmm. And then see the stuff. Ooh, I don't want to continue that pattern. So to me, it's very, um, very diagnostic tool. Ooh, I like that, that way. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's all this is. It, it, um, that one part in the, I think it's the third noble truth in Buddhism, where it says if there's, if you can understand an illness, you can cure it. Mm -hmm. and that's what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. In my mind, we're we're simply saying, what is the pattern? Do I want to continue it or do I not? And and to be able to know what that is, I've got to be able to get some help with it. Right. I can't figure that that out in my own head. A sick mind doesn't fix itself. Right. So I've got to have your help and, and God's help. So I want to look at, at both sides of the equation. Do you have your sponsees? Uh, I know that in like um, the flat book in hmm. step four, it asks us to make a list. It asks us to make a list of assets. Mm -hmm. 
at the end? Do you spend some time? I mean, I, I do. I spend some time towards the end of the fifth step, and we I try to we try to talk about the assets. Like, let's not we and to end it on good, so to speak. Again, not good or bad, but you know, like, hey, what are some really positive things that we've seen in this experience? So it's not all brutal on my part. But, how can we? <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, because not yeah. only are we finding, like you said, not only are we finding and having somebody root out with us these these patterns, because to me, that's what this thing is about. Mm-hmm. It's about patterns. Again, not good or bad, just patterns. What patterns do I want to keep? What patterns do I need to let go of, fix, whatever terminology you want to put on there, wherever you are in your program or your life? But also being able to look at that stuff and have somebody sit across from you and say, you know, this is actually a really, really good trait. It's just gone crazy. Yeah, you're basing this in fear. Correct. We turn that around a little bit, just like we'll talk about six and seven. And man, this is this is a real gift that you've been given. It's a real asset. Right. But having somebody sit there and tell you that that changes Mm -hmm. so much. Or to be able to say, hey, that thing that you used to do, that's not such a bad thing. If you introduced it back in in this way, it could be really good. I did that with a sponsee a while back. Like, There was something that they were telling me, and, and they're like, but I don't do that anymore because of da-da-da. And I'm like, well, if you add it back in in a different way and in a different mindset, it could actually be really, really good for you. We could use it as a self-care type option for you for different things that this person had going on and they were like wow I never thought of it like that so again having that open dialogue and communication with somebody knee to knee across the table I think is so super huge you know I mean granted I'm not burning incense and doing mm-hmm. all that but you know <laughs> well, funny thing you bring up right on the asset stuff right we this is at least my observation or my experience we in the program, whatever program, whatever. Doesn't matter. Would love nothing more than to talk about all that deep, dark, worse shit mm-hmm. way before. Way before. Looking at any damn assets. That's you right. want to ask someone to do something really hard? Have them work on some asset stuff. I've done that with people. Don't want to do it. And, and, and myself included. That's right. more. I, I would rather have self deprecating, mm-hmm. um, tell you all the worst shit about me. Mm-hmm. And, be, and this is just for me. Some people might not not think or suffer this, or, or their disease might not manifest this way. But for me, it'll manifest that way a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, you start wanting to me to say good things and loving things about myself and identify those things. Right. Well, I've done that exercise mm-hmm. with people at Chemo Palms or mm-hmm. over at House Four, where I'll have all I'll pull out a piece of paper and I want you to write down twenty five good things about yourself. Damn, that's hardcore. I only do ten. No one ever does it. But. 25. 25. 25. It can be as easy as uh, I got an A on that history test in fifth grade all the way up to whatever. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it can be it can be anything, but 25 achievements, good things, good traits. Mm. Like let's get this stuff on paper. And, yeah, people frigging freak mm-hmm. out. How many people actually do it? Not very many. Mm-hmm. Small handful. Tends to, I've noticed, too, it depends on the group a little bit, yeah. too. You know, some groups are better than others, for lack of a better way to put it. Some people, and you've seen this too, you'll get a group that just really jives together yeah. and wants to do the work, and then you get other people that just want to buck buck the system. Um, I like to really give it to them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's have the people that buck the system make the list of 25 things. Like, ah. That's a great exercise. It um, is. 
and I think, you know, individualized, I think some people struggle more than others with, with that perspective, but I think universally, whether we realize it or not, like actually looking at, um, at the, the really good things that, that are, are going mm-hmm. on and some of those, you know, natural gifts that, that we all have. I mean, because it goes back, like people that come into program are some of the most exceptional, mm-hmm. amazing people, talented, totally. um, incredible. Right. And, and are so willing to see it in you, but so unwilling to see it in themselves. Right. right? I'll give you right. the shirt off my back. I, I, I can't think of a person I've ever met in program that wouldn't be willing to really do something good for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But, but it's like pulling teeth, trying to get them to do one damn thing to save their own life. Right. Right. Cool. Um, anything else? We're at about 31 minutes. Excellent. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, Any last thoughts on, on, uh, on this fist step stuff? Yeah, I think that you and I have talked about this a lot, but the organic... Um, grassroots way that this program works Mm -hmm. this is something that is priceless yes you could charge and people do and all that and we've talked about that you Mm -hmm. could charge an absolute ton Mm -hmm. of money people make a lot of money here in fist steps hell yeah yeah, they do (laughs) and so it's like (laughs) for me it's like that but what makes it beautiful is what you had said in the beginning is it's like it's almost like a rite of passage and someone else had it done for them they do that with you and then you can help someone else unburden themselves and get that key to freedom and you and i've talked this about this before we you can see a difference in people Mm. like you have the folks that come in and this again is no judgment this is just what i've seen over the years you have the people that come in and they go like to step three and they kind of stop. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people that, you know, do four and five and there is a visible energy, whatever feeling in the difference in the people that do four and five, something truly happens to us when we change in that regard. Um, and we can, like you said, people seem lighter. I've also noticed that uh, friendships will change. Like, well, so-and-so it's not, again, it's not a judgment thing, but it's like you grow past certain people Mm -hmm. and there's this acceleration that happens in our, in our spirituality and our lives and our personal life and our family, you know, whatever our jobs, even our jobs will change. Um, so, so much changes when we're willing to go through that process and push forward and then, uh, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, all that good stuff. But there's definitely a a difference and i know you divide. and i have there's a is it mm. a crevasse mm. <laughs> <laughs> but there is Hell there's yeah. like there's yeah. something that happens there and it's a it's a visible it's a visible thing when someone grows at that pace it is if you want to be shiny mm-hmm. do a fist up keep keep or do do all of them but right make it through that hurdle yeah. Because, yeah, that's when people start to shine even more. Yeah. You can see it. It is. It it's is. really neat, the physical manifestation it really that, is. that this takes. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, the shiny song. Are I love that shiny? song. Oh, God. That's wrong. I didn't sing that. The right. Moana song? Yeah, the Moana song. It, that one I have a real issue with. I love that soundtrack. and You don't like that song? I do. I love oh. it too much. It, it got stuck in my head for about two weeks straight, about a month ago. And so, thank you. 
because now it's going to come back. You know the guy who wrote uh, Hamilton wrote that song. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. He wrote that song specifically for Moana. It's a great Uh, song. Sorry, sorry, everyone. (laughs) Just (laughs) silly, worthless trivia that floats around in my head. Well, I mean, if you want to be shiny. If you want to be shiny. Yeah, I love Moana. That's a good one. It's a great one. I might get to watch it today. You might. You got the grandkids coming over. The grandgirls are coming, yeah. That's exciting. It is exciting. All right, cool. Are we good? We are good. Um, I think we covered a lot of ground. I think so. Um, We can always come back to it, like if there's other things that come up. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, any any takeaway that you take away from it is is simply uh, love yourself enough Mm -hmm. to unburden yourself. That's it. I love you guys. Thanks, y'all. See you later. 